Online learning management systems and portfolio tools have really stepped to the forefront in the last 12 months. Often considered the domain of early years teachers, Seesaw is a powerful online learning platform for learners of all ages that fosters communication, sharing, reflection, and feedback. This episode is not just for kindergarten to grade four teachers. Seesaw Ambassador Laura High walks us through how she uses Seesaw in her grade three classroom, the opportunities to integrate it with Google Classroom, and why this is a tool she'll never be without. Coming to you from the southwestern corner of Manitoba, sharing fresh perspectives from real educators. Tune in as teachers relate their stories of professional learning, classroom practice, and the challenges they've overcome to teach like a boss. Welcome to Teach Like a Boss, Laura. Thank you so much for being here today with me. I like to start off podcasts with three quick get to know you questions for our listeners. So our first one is tell me a little bit about your background. Um, well, as you know, Devin, I started my own education here at OLCS um, and then went to BCI for high school. So I'm a bit of a Fort LaBosse alumni that way. Um, and then went straight into my BA and Bachelor of Ed at BU and accepted my position here in Oak Lake in 2013 and have only left for a couple mat leaves. And besides that, you can't seem to shake me away. You're kind of like me. I'm pretty much a lifer <laughs> at OLCS too. It's a pretty good place to work though. Um, okay, tell me about your teaching position and your favorite grade, age, or subject to teach. All right, so currently this year teaching straight grade three at Oak Lake. Um, personally love the grade two science units. They're lots of fun, um, but always enjoy the grade three math curriculum. They're so excited to try all the new concepts and their eyes just light up like, we're learning this? This is big kid stuff. So that's always fun to see. Okay, and on more of a personal note, what are you reading and or watching right now? Okay, currently I've been on a Lisa Jewell kick. Um, just finished her novel, Watching You, and I'm starting into another one. Started in the summer, not my usual genre, but I've been going through it and I think I have like six done since summer. So Lisa so Jewell all the way right now. What genre is that? Like, is it suspense? It is very suspenseful. Not, it's like a mystery. I don't want to say murder mystery because not every single book has someone that is murdered in it um but yeah very much a thriller type series um watching just finished mine hunters on netflix um and now just started into yellowstone on prime i'm only a couple episodes in i think i'm hooked i think we'll see okay well my parents are completely obsessed with yellowstone right now and i mean who doesn't like kevin costner yes right? okay well thanks laura um let's just dive right into our questions today I have, I know that I often pop by your classroom and pick your brain on this topic, but I'm really excited to dedicate the next 20, 30 minutes to discussing it more in depth. So for those of us who have never heard of or used Seesaw before, can you explain, explain to us what it is and is Seesaw only for early years? So just give us an overview, tell us who you should use it with and why and what it's all about. All right. So the easiest answer, it's an online platform, but it's set up as a digital or portfolio style, um, connects students, parents, teachers. Um, their big goal is to heighten uh, meaningful student engagement. Um, and it's definitely not for early, just for early years. It's a really limitless tool. You can use it with any age category, but it is really nice with the early years because the tools and the concepts are really easy for them to use. So it does, I know it does have a super, um, you know, 
user-friendly interface. I used it when I taught kindergarten, but now I use it in higher ed with my Brandon University Faculty of Education students as kind of a learning management system and a digital portfolio of their work. So I really think it does transcend grade levels for sure. I would totally agree. It's, it's good the whole way up. It's so easy to use, um, it's easy for me to use, and it does engage those parents, which is another awesome feature. Um, I guess always an important thing, and I should ask this early, free or paid? Okay, so there are multiple options. Um, you can start off with just the free version. Now, I have the paid version because of an ambassador Seesaw status that I have, uh, so there won't be as many features, you won't get as many co-teacher options and things like that, but initially I just started with the free version. Um, it's still a really, really good tool, but there is the option for you to purchase a plus or become an ambassador and get the plus for free. And there's also Seesaw for Schools where an entire school or school division can purchase. Okay, so with my, I've always just used the free version, mm -hmm. and I've noticed it works absolutely fine for me, but features I'd like is I'd like to be able to, to schedule assignments. Yes, So I hate not being able one. to do that. And I also would like it if I could send their work back to them. Yes. That's something I miss being able to do too. The send back button is awesome. I can just highlight what I need the kids to redo or things they've missed and just hit send back and it shows right back in their stuff. Um, also nice one when we did go um, kind of shut down last March is that I have more than one um, co-teacher that I can add. Mm -hmm. I think I can add up to like eight or not. Like it's well, a lot. Eight I signed up for a free trial on premium so yeah. I could add in co-teachers. So that way when I was doing kindergarten remote learning, I could add in the music teacher, add in the gym teacher. Yeah, that you can add the student teachers when they're in and then remove them later when they're done. It is super, super nice. Okay, so how did you get started using this tool? Um, well, first came across the program at a PD that was totally unrelated to Seesaw. Uh, one of the participants was commenting on assignments while waiting for a presenter to start and I kind of just asked, oh, like, what are you working on? And she, we started discussing it. Um, initially, I just liked the idea of a digital portfolio. I wouldn't need to physically store so many samples of work mm -hmm. um, and it's so easy for the kids to pick what they want to do and it was just much more seamless to work with. Uh, but then I started like using the program in 2016 and then became an ambassador in 2018. Okay, so you've been using Seesaw for five years then. Yeah. And I guess something I haven't established yet. Um, tell me about the platforms it's available on. Is it just an app or is it web-based too? It is web-based as well. Um, you can do Apple products. Um, I know Kindle Fire mm -hmm. also. You can do that on there. Um, Google Android. I believe so. Very sure. Yes, I I'm haven't used sure. it myself, but I'm very sure in the ambassador meetings they've talked about it. Well, um, my university students often have Android devices, and they can download the student app to their perfect. Phones. Yeah, so pretty good all the way across. So web-based and app-based, and I know there's two different kinds of apps, right? Yes, there is the class app, which myself as a teacher will use, and the students will use, and then there's also the family app. So in the family app, the parents can access anything that the kids have posted. Mm -hmm. And I can also direct message back and forth. So if someone's getting picked up or isn't taking the bus or is missing assignments, back and forth, we can communicate that way as well. Okay, so students use the class app and so do you. Yep. Parents and caregivers use the family app. Yep. And then do you just send home like an email or a letter at the start of the year to get them linked to their kids' accounts? Yes, I actually send it home with the um, supply list in June. 
um, and have a few things ready already on there. So just so when they log in, there's something to see mm -hmm. um, so that hopefully over the summer, they're good to go and they haven't lost it by September. But if need be, I've sent the QR codes home multiple times. Okay, just that's to a get good really tip, sending it home in June with the supply list. Yep. Okay, you mentioned you're a Seesaw Ambassador. Um, tell us again when you became a Seesaw Ambassador, how did you become one, and what does it entail now? Okay, so I became a Seesaw Ambassador in 2018. Um, at the time, the requirements were different, um, but with the big surge of popularity that they got in March, there are now four levels of Seesaw teachers. So when I signed up, um, I had to commit to like posting, I can't remember, a couple items per week. Um, like activities in the community? Or? Um, onto the student's journal. Just, oh, just to use it. Journal. Yep, okay. just had to use it um, consistently and be open to assisting others. Um, and there was only one allowed per school to apply. So now they have changed that out because you get all this exciting new features when you're a Seesaw Ambassador. So in March, big surge for everybody globally when we got shut down that they all wanted to be ambassadors. So they've now changed it. So I'm not as expertise on that because it's not the way I did it. But there's initially, first level is teachers just using the free program. Um, they're new to using it. Once they are comfortable, any teacher can join the pioneer community. So there's no limit of teachers, how many per school that can join on there, but anybody can be a pioneer. After six months of being at the pioneer status, um, you would technically qualify for Seesaw ambassador status, but ambassadors are now personally invited to the ambassador community. Then, once you become an ambassador, three years after that, you are invited to be a Seesaw certified educator, which will be in April for me. Um, and then to maintain my status um, as an ambassador, I need to complete yearly refresh training or refresh training. Um, be open to sharing with expert or my expertise with other people um, and they would like you to log some PD. It could just be even working with one coworker mm -hmm. um, a couple times a year. So once you're in, it's not a huge commitment. The refresh program, you could probably get done in a few afternoons. Mm -hmm. um, and they just want you to be consistently participating. Uh, there is a huge community, there's Facebook groups, there's all the Ambassador Toolkit, which has um, free PD for everybody when they're releasing new features, all of that's ready and good, good to go. So how worthwhile have you found being Seesaw Ambassador? Well, the features like the send back, um, knowing when new features are coming out, all of those extra features have been awesome and that I don't have to pay for them is even better. Uh, there's also been lots of opportunities through the community. Last year we did as a classroom, we were comparing communities um, and someone, I can't remember if she was in Georgia, I think she was, she was in the South, had asked if anybody else wanted to do some sort of community comparison. Yep, we're good to go. Sent it out to all the ambassadors to see who wanted to sign up. I signed up and we were able to actually compare it with classrooms all over the world. My kids made videos and posts and we were able to sign up as a separate student was our class and they put it all together. It was awesome opportunity for them. Okay, I think that's something that a lot of people don't know about. Like, mm -hmm. yes, we know it's a powerful um, digital platform, portfolio tool, but I don't think people realize the opportunities for collaboration globally and with other classrooms. Yes, so there isn't a ton of options to collaborate on assignments within your classroom. Mm -hmm. um, I also think Seesaw possibly wants to stay away from a lot of it just for privacy reasons yes. of kids as well. 
Um, but there is the option if you have a colleague that has a Seesaw account um, that you could create a separate classroom because you can have multiple classrooms going yes. and each classroom could be a student in that class and you could post things together. Okay. And that would bypass social media, yes. which sometimes you know, we do have concerns with. Yeah. Okay, so that kind of takes me on to just one more thing. Yep. Um, when I speak of bypassing social media, if you want to have a classroom blog though, that is public or password protected, you can turn on the blog feature for Seesaw. You right? can. I personally have not done it myself, uh, but definitely lots of people have gone into the blog side of the program and yeah, you can have a typical blog. Like I use the blog feature with my university students because I just have it that they can only see their own work, of course. Yes. But sometimes, like one day we all created book snaps and I wanted them to view each other's book snaps yes. and provide feedback. So we just clicked the little globe icon. Yep. That added it onto the class blog, but I have it password protected. protected. Yeah. So yeah, so the blog is a really nice feature. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um now we're gonna do a little bit of a comparison. I wanna start okay. off just by asking you. Describe how you use Seesaw in a regular year in your classroom. All so right. we're like no pandemic going on. Okay, so in a regular year, um, we use Seesaw in the classroom really to communicate with parents was a big one for me. So then it's not, oh, we're calling the school or we're sending it to your email. So you email. can do like a broadcast text I can. Kind of? There is announcements. So you can Can they send, answer you? They, parents can, students can't. Okay. There's the option for family announcements. Um, so I can send out, hey, today was Wacky Hair Day at school or Wacky Hat Day. Um, I can send that out to every single parent. Um, if there is assignment for students, you can do that as well. Send out that students can't reply, but parents can, and it just comes straight back to me. Mm -hmm. um, also a nice feature is it does tell me if they've seen it so that I know, hey, yep, maybe I need to reach out to this parent. They haven't checked in with stuff like that. That is nice to know if families have actually seen it. So that was a big one. Um, I also liked when kids went home, then their parents asked them like, what did you do at school today? And they're like, oh, nothing. Oh, actually, I just saw in your journal that you're working on this. Yeah, let's families ask much more specific questions when, when they're in the loop Yes, like and there's almost like a prompt when you're sitting at supper like, hey, how's, I noticed you did really good on this, or what are you doing next in social studies and vice versa. So it kind of gave a bit more for a parent connection. Um, so messaging announcements, now that we're in different regulations, things have changed and I use it way more. Okay, well, let's just, that's a natural transition. So yeah. now um, with remote teaching and learning and pandemic teaching conditions, how are you using Seesaw? Okay, so we can't really do centers as much anymore or I need a lot of different um, manipulatives and things like that. This way I can assign an activity to a group and I can schedule the assignment because I have the plus. Um, so for daily five, we have one uh, activity. You're on Seesaw, you go log in, there's your activity and you can get going. So it's almost like we can switch centers without physically getting close mm -hmm. to each other. Um, me having to sanitize all these different manipulatives and having more manipulatives ready. Um, what else? When we've done remote learning, that one was a little bit trickier, but it's been good. Um, so back in March when we originally shut down, um, I attached pre-recorded lessons, video links, um, forwarded assignments straight to students, um, and they can respond right on the assignment. So 
when we have done synchronized learning and I've had kids out and kids in, I can send them the exact same assignment and they can type right onto it. Mm -hmm. They can draw what I need them to do for their diagram. They can orally tell me with recording it. So I can get that information without sending materials back and forth. Um, and if I need to, again, I can record the lesson, send it to them. Oh, we watched this video in class today, I can send it to them. So it's been really nice and for keeping track of everything. I also use the folder tool a lot. Yes, folders are great for organizing. Mm -hmm. I know who's submitted things, who has not submitted things, especially back in March. It was really good to see, okay, I have all of somebody so-and-so's assignments for ELA, I have their math ones, and I could just check off what I needed from everybody. Um, so, yeah, it's so it's you've endless. used it in regular conditions. You've used yep. it for 100% remote teaching and learning. Yep. And then you've used it when you've had a couple of students at home and the rest of your children in the classroom. Yes. Okay, next question. Can you integrate Zoom or Google Meet with Seesaw? Because yes. that's such an important tool right now. Yes, you definitely can. You actually, all you have to do is add the link to either an assignment, if you're assigning something, or right onto the student's journal. They can click the link and log right in. So when I had remote learners, um, when we came back from Christmas, I just put the Google Meet link right onto almost like a PowerPoint of what we were doing every day. So this is the time you need to click on it. They were there. Okay, I think you've partially answered this question already. Yeah, no worries. But how has Seesaw supported student learning and communication with families? Okay, so the variety of tools available for students really helps them demonstrate um, they're learning. They can orally tell me. They can draw it out. They can take a picture of their assignments. There's lots of endless ways that way. So that really supports students with exceptionalities or diverse needs. Yes, exactly. Because they can respond in different ways and they can get the information in different ways. You bet. Um, and I can see in here the student's thinking process instead of just completing the assignment um, and adjust accordingly for student needs. Um, families can engage with their child about their progress, the activities. Parents can actually like and comment on student work as well. Do parents get a notification when a new item is posted in their child's learning journal? Yes. Okay, so they can turn those notifications they on. They can off. turn them off because sometimes it gets a little excessive when I get really seesaw happy and, mm -hmm. oh, this is great, let's show them this. Um, and yeah, seesaw having its own family app, parents and teachers can communicate back and forth, which has been awesome. Okay, so considering other platforms for portfolios and remote learning, yep. what are a few ways that Seesaw really stands out for you? Um, number one is the ease of use for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. It's really user-friendly. Um, also, the professional development that they provide, even before everything kind of skyrocketed and they really got super popular, they've always had PD in your pajamas. Mm -hmm. And you can just hop on and watch all sorts of PD on using the program and different ways to use it. Um, and even now they have, for ambassadors, there's not as weekly, in March there was weekly meetings of different features, different things to try, mm -hmm. um, different troubleshooting things that were going on with so many people. Um, but the community that they've established, there's so many educators, great ideas, and they're all willing to help. There's the Facebook groups, there's Teaching with Neons, there's all these different resources out there. Um, and a huge one too on Seesaw is there's the activities library. Yes, because you can create your own library Yes, or create your own activities. You can also like photograph things the students have done and put it in, but yes. then there's the whole library. The pre-made so pre library, okay. yes. So you can just type in, hey, I'm looking for something about um, adjectives. And there is pre-made stuff ready to go for you, um, and you can tweak it. 
if you don't like exactly the way it is, but you can use it as a jumping off spot for and that different can save ideas. a lot of time. It can. It's awesome. But those are yeah, the big things is that it's easy to use. There's lots of PD if you're unsure of different ideas and the huge community that they've established. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are your absolute favorite Seesaw features or tools that other educators might not be aware of? Okay. So again, I have the Plus account. So I don't, I have more features on the free account and I haven't been on the free account in a long time. So if I mention something and someone's like, I don't know that okay, well, one. I'm a free I'm sorry. account user. Okay. So I can tell you if it's All right. or not. So again, this one I don't think you have is scheduling activities. No, and I no. want scheduling activities so bad. It's so helpful. I can preset all the activities for the entire week. If I know, hey, in our centers for literacy or math, and I'm going to be sending these kids, I can just assign it. Mm-hmm. And it pops right at that exact time. Not even to the date, like to the time, which is awesome. Um, another one is skills that people probably don't aren't as aware of, and I need to do a better job of using. You can actually tag an activity with a set outcome or skill that you type in there, and then come report card time. If you need a refresh on how a student did, you can pull up those samples of work. Okay. So you could tag it for like oral reading, or yes. you could tag it for math facts or yep. problem solving. Exactly, okay. and you can go right back in and check on it. Um, but my favorite feature, again, I don't think you have this one, is the send back option. Um, I can highlight or leave comments on things that need to be adjusted and just click send back to the student and it goes right back in their to-do list. That is so useful. When I have my premium trial, I love that. Okay. Um, our school division, Fort LaBaz, yep. made a decision to use Google Classroom for remote teaching and learning just so there was like one platform for all of our families because I know families and students and teachers were getting a yep. lot of like platform fatigue for sure. So how does Seesaw work with Google Classroom or does it need to be one or the other? It doesn't have to be one or the other, but again, having both could be a lot um, for the educator. Uh, so you don't really need both, but if it if you have to use it, you can um, actually link every single Seesaw activity into your Google Classroom. Um, there's the three dots at the bottom. You can get student link and put it right into Google Classroom. And I know that I've seen you've created like some beautiful virtual classrooms using Google Slides. Just yes. tell me a little bit about that. So I've made my kind of Bitmoji Google Classroom um, classroom on there and you can actually link it straight in as a link if you want to embed videos etc or your other option if you don't have any live links or anything like that is I can just use Google Slides make it look pretty and I could just download it as a PDF and attach it into my Google um, or sorry into my seesaw activities well and I know you talked me through how to create my own bitmoji classroom and you directed me to teaching with neons to find some awesome templates. Tell us a little bit about Teaching with Neons in case people want to access it. Yes, Teaching with Neons um, is a Facebook group with an overwhelming amount of information. Um, Lots for Google Classroom, lots for Seesaw. Um, It's exceptional. People just are so willing to share all of their different ideas on there. So once you're accepted to the group, you can log in and you could literally just search. Mm -hmm. Just type in the search, something you're looking for, and someone will probably have a copy there for you and you can tweak it as need be. It is so much resources. It's awesome. It can be overwhelming. It's like a rabbit hole sometimes, but it's very, very good and very well organized. So Teaching with Neon's Facebook group that you have to apply to join. Yes. Okay. I'm part of it too and I love it. There's so much in there. Okay. Anything else you'd like your colleagues to know about Seesaw that we haven't touched on yet? Um, 
I'm sure if you initially log in, it might be a little overwhelming because there's so many possibilities. But if you really look at their website, they have so much PD. They have so much explanation of how to get started, different ideas of what to do. And I feel they've really improved that in the last year that we've been in the pandemic, that everything is so organized um, that give it a try. It's I enjoy it. The kids like it. They're pumped about doing it. So really, there's no reason not to. Okay, um, and as you've really shared with us today, like you can use it at the most basic level to a far more advanced yes. level. And that's just kind of a natural continuum that you'll yep. move through yourself. One more question that comes to mind for me is often we use learning portfolios to really inspire um, reflection and feedback. Yes. And how do you think Seesaw enhances that? Oh man, okay, so feedback uh, they have the option for you can leave a comment for and a you child. can leave a text comment or a, or voice, a comment. voice comment um, other things that people have come up with too is even for my little ones last year when they completed stuff I can put a sticker mm -hmm. on their assignment kind of a thing so a virtual sticker. a virtual sticker right on their assignment um, and again with the send back feature lots of times I will write comments for the kids if there is something they need to adjust for me and then you can send, it, can back, send it back and then based on your feedback they can make Adjusted. those changes. Exactly. So you leave feedback. Now what about parents? Parents, they're definitely a little hesitant, some mm -hmm. of them more than others, um, but I do think they enjoy that they can leave a comment and you can turn this on or off. If mm -hmm. you don't want there to be parent comments, you, that's a setting that you can turn off. But lots of parents are excited to see what their kids are doing and they will comment on it and then the kids see it the next morning when they, when they log in. They're like, oh, my parent said, hey, good work on this or your printing looks really good for this assignment. And that gives them a little bit of a push to do really well mm -hmm. knowing that their parents are seeing it and I'm seeing it. Well, and we added grandparents into Seesaw okay, in kindergarten. Yeah. I had a couple families say, like, yeah. can I share this with grandma or sure grandpa? Can. That really added a lot because our grandparents seem to have maybe a bit more time to yes. engage with their grandchildren's work and leave feedback, so that was great. Yes, you can add multiple family members per child. And now the way Seesaw is set up in your classroom, there's no opportunity for peer feedback. No. But I know when I turned on the blog feature, and yes. then you can publish student work to the blog, that would be where peer feedback could come Yes, in. exactly, yeah. Uh, definitely an option. I haven't ventured that far into it with the blog. Um, I don't know why, honestly. Mm -hmm. I just haven't bitten off that part of the cake yet, but it is an option for collaborating and getting that feedback between students. And mine are so little too, that maybe when they're in a higher grade level, that would be a better option as well. So when parents are constantly being able to see students' work, leave feedback on it, see your feedback on it, um, how has that changed report cards and interviews for you? Um, parents are not surprised by a lot. Um, they shouldn't be anyways if I needed to communicate with something. But um, the examples that I might show in a typical um, parent-teacher interview, not that we can have them as much anymore, is that I can actually just open up their student's journal, I can show them the work samples and everything like that, and they're like, oh, yeah, for sure. So they're definitely not surprised when they see comments on report cards about how well or things we need to improve on. All of those skills have constantly been like mentioned. And with all the work samples that are in there, you yes. constantly have that evidence. Yes, exactly. Or as to how you've made a decision when you're assigning um, basically a grade. Yeah. yeah. And having those folders, you could just click the math folder. If you have skills attached to it, you can go straight to that outcome if you want. Um, and it's all organized right there for you. 
Okay. Closing words. For teachers who are unsure of how to get started with Seesaw, or even questioning if they should use Seesaw, what advice do you have for them? Um, number one, just do it. Because it's free. You're not, like initially, it's just free. And again, on their website, there is so much information for you to get started. They have all of these different videos, webinars. It's all on one site. There is actually even a section for remote teaching, if that's something that's going on for your school division um, or your personal, like in your classroom. Um, they will definitely guide you on your way or reach out to somebody you know who uses it. But yeah, it's a great tool. The kids like it. I like it. Parents seem to like it. So it's not going to hurt anybody to give it a go. So just do it. And yeah. if people listening to this have specific questions and they'd like to connect with you as a Seesaw Ambassador, how would they do that? Um, well, this is our Fort LaVos one, but they could just send me an email through our Fort LaVos um, email, like lhey at flbsd.mb.ca. That's I can definitely get to somewhat helping you. It might not be really promptly right now mm -hmm. with everything going on, a report card's coming up, but definitely if anybody has questions, I am more than willing to either know the answer or find you the answer. Okay, I know that you've been a real mentor and support to me too with Seesaw, Laura, and thank you for sharing part of your lunch hour to You're welcome. tell us all about <laughs> Seesaw. We really appreciate it. You bet. Thank you for tuning in. Any of the resources or information mentioned in this podcast can be found in this episode's show notes, available at www.flbsd.mb.ca forward slash podcast. Join us next time as real teachers continue to share their journeys and inspire you to teach like a boss.